It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, wild weather. A historic winter storm on the move this morning. Tens of millions across the country on alert. We're expecting somewhere between 15 and 21 inches of snow. While down south, record-breaking high temps. It's February, and it feels like summer. Al has the full forecast and where that storm is headed next. Then... Give me five. We brought in the experts for another edition of today's five things. This morning, the five things a teacher, a chef, and a mechanic say they'd never do. The helpful tips you can apply to your everyday life. Plus, on your mark, Mark Wahlberg is live in Studio 1A this morning. The superstar set to talk about faith, family, and a new challenge he's taking on. And start me up. A new report says two iconic bands, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, are teaming up. What's behind the collaboration more than 60 years in the making? Today, Wednesday, February 22nd, 2023. Hi to our staff and students at William Wells Brown Elementary. In Lexington, Kentucky. From Fairfield, Connecticut. Celebrating celebrating 30 years of friendship. Visiting from Detroit. Rochester, New York. And Marietta, Georgia. Checking off the biggest item on our bucket list from Belmead, New Jersey. Hi to my mom who watches today every day. In Newport, Rhode Island. We love love you, Nanny. Shout out to the University of South Carolina. We're here to meet Al Good morning, everybody. Happy everything. It's Wednesday morning. Nice to have you starting your day with us. Happy to have Chanel and Tom here as Hoda and Craig have some time off. Good morning. We have a lot of folks outside this morning. It's a rolling spring break season. (laughs) So we'll get out there in just a moment. We have a can't-miss story for you tomorrow on Today on a couple who went from, imagine this, a family of two to a family of six in less than two years after welcoming back-to-back sets of identical twins. Whoa. Woo. Our own, everybody just went, woo. Whoa. Our own resident twin, Jenna, will help share their remarkable story. And the whole family will join us live. I have oh. a lot of coffee. That's going to be good. <laughs> I've had a tough time sleeping. That's, That's a good one. Let's get to your news at 8 o'clock this morning. A winter storm that could be one for the record books is making its way across the country. Blizzard warnings are up in the mountains, the plains, parts of the Midwest, too. Al's got the whole forecast. But let's get started with NBC. This is Gabe Gutierrez. He joins us from uh, Minneapolis this morning, which is really going to get it. Gabe, good morning. Hi, Savannah. Good morning. Brutal conditions here. We got that first wave of snow overnight, and now we're expecting a much more intense wave of snow later on today. The governor here in Minnesota has issued emergency executive orders to prepare the National Guard. Now, travel has already been treacherous in parts of the Pacific Northwest as well as North Dakota. At least 27 states are under winter weather alerts, and we're seeing wild weather across much of the country. Overnight, high winds knocked out power to hundreds of thousands of people in California. But here in the Twin Cities, of course, Savannah, this is an area very used to wicked weather. They're expecting that this could be one of the top five snowstorms ever. Travel is expected to get worse throughout the day and into tomorrow. The National Weather Service saying that parts of Minnesota, there could be impossible travel conditions later on today, Savannah. All right, Gabe Gutierrez in Minneapolis. Thank you. All right, Al, it's going to be a rough couple of days in a lot of places. What are the biggest concerns? Well, we've got concerns for the winter weather. We're talking about wind alerts, 72 million people from the Ohio River Valley out west. And in fact, you can see we've got high wind warnings for parts of the southwest with wind 
gusts up to 85 miles per hour. And look at these winter storm warnings, winter weather advisories, ice storm warnings stretching from Michigan into Wisconsin, parts of Illinois, Iowa, out into the Dakotas and Minnesota. We've got blizzard warnings, even a blizzard warning to the north of Los Angeles, about 10 miles north of Los Angeles for Friday into Saturday. So we're going to be watching that very closely, plus the risk of severe weather from St. Louis, Springfield, Fort Smith, Wichita Falls, wind gust of 60 miles per hour, tornadoes not can't be ruled out. The heaviest rain is going to be in northern Illinois, Indiana, on into parts of uh, northwestern Ohio, I should say. Yes, northwestern Ohio. We're uh, also looking at uh, a lot of ice. I mean, big problems of ice stretching from New England right across parts of lower and central Michigan, upwards of a half an inch. That can be crippling. Power lines down and a lot of big problems as far as travel. And then the snow that stretches from the northeast. Burlington, 8 to 12 inches. Buffalo, maybe 2 to 4. Alpena, 6 to 12. As Gabe mentioned, Minneapolis could see totals of 22 inches of snow before this is all over. Guys? All right. So much going on with the weather this week. Al, thanks for that. To Georgia now, the forewoman of a grand jury investigating the 2020 presidential election tampering is speaking out. She says the panel has recommended indicting more than a dozen people. The names remain sealed by a judge, but forewoman Emily Kors told NBC News, you're not going to be shocked about who's on that list. It's not a short list. So we're talking about more than a dozen people? I would say that. Yes. Are these recognizable names, names that people would know? There are certainly names that you would recognize. Yes. She would not say whether that includes the former president. It is now up to the district attorney in Fulton County, which includes the city of Atlanta, to decide which charges to pursue. At least two people are dead, three others injured after a massive explosion and fire yesterday. It happened at a welding business near Miami. A doorbell camera captured the moment when that fireball erupted from the scene. Several buildings were destroyed, along with the fuel truck and other vehicles in the parking lot. Firefighters had to deal with downed power lines while they battled those flames and searched for victims. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Also this morning, the results are in after the world's largest experiment with the four-day work week. And no surprise, people liked it. Thousands of employees at dozens of companies in the UK took part in the study for six months. Here we go. More than 70% said they felt less burned out and nearly half felt more satisfied with their jobs. Now, on the other side, employers said revenues were the same or better and sick days were down. Nine out of 10 companies say they plan to keep the shorter week. Why do we even need to do I don't research? Know, the study just needs to jump the pond. Yeah, exactly. Let's just go. Okay. I'm, I'm actually funding the three-day work week. To be continued. Just oh. ahead, guys, on Popstart, what is Drew Barrymore doing wearing a blindfold and being locked in a glass cage? <laughs> we will let you know. <laughs> but first, it's today's five things. What would this teacher, mechanic, and chef never do when it comes to their areas of expertise? You'll want to hear what they have to say right after this. Well, 
we have quickly come to love this series, Today's Five Things. We have professionals come in and tell us the five things they would never do. And this morning, our group is a teacher, a chef, and a mechanic sharing their no-nos based on years of expertise. First up, Melissa Salguero. She's an award-winning educator with nearly 15 years of teaching experience, currently the music director at Wings Academy in the Bronx. She's teaching high schoolers. Mrs. Salguero, nice to meet, nice to meet you. Nice to have you here. Okay, let's start with the nevers. You say, never punish a child for bad grades. Why not? Well, let's face it. Um, grades are not an accurate measurement of a student's worth. And when we attach a grade and then put a punishment to it, it could actually discourage them. So what I suggest to parents is instead of asking, why did you fail this class? Ask how you can support them. Find different ways to incorporate you know, these subjects into your home, read to your kids every night. Would you reward for good grades? Well, yeah, you could, sure. But, okay. you know, you, we want to we wanna make sure that we encourage so that the students develop their own intrinsic motivation. Okay, next, never miss a child's school performance. Okay, we try not to, but explain why this matters okay, so much. Okay, hear me out, right? As a music teacher and as a musician myself, um, growing up, it's so important for parents to show up to these events. And, you know, wow, it's, it's totally okay, you know, don't get me wrong, but it is so important for them to see somebody show up for them. Because when you do that, you make meaningful connections, not only with your child, but also with your teachers. And it's really great way to connect. Yeah. Okay. Let's get through the rest. Let's never participate in a school fundraiser. Yes, please. But why not? <laughs> okay. All right. I am someone who fully believes that schools should be funded properly. And part of that uh, is, well, Let's face it, today we have a lot of fundraisers, both parents supplementing. And uh, what the message that we're sending is actually, if you, you can't cover their music program, we're going to take care of it. Mm. But actually, it's a negative thing because we're showing them that we can do it without them when they should be providing the funds for all these programs. Okay, let's make, do the last two quickly. Never prevent a child from making a mistake. Listen, you're not going to like this, but let them forget their permission slips. Let them forget their lunch. Mm. Help them creative problem solve on their own. This is my favorite. Never give a mug to a teacher. <laughs> Why? You have too many? I have so many mugs. <laughs> but, you know, the most meaningful gifts to me from my students are the ones that students take the time and actually write a meaningful note or a thank you. Mm. And those are priceless. Okay. Starbucks card's not bad either, though. True. <laughs> uh, Ms. Salgaro, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Chanel, over to you. That was great. Note to self, I'll put back that mug. All right. I am here with Calvin Ang in the restaurant industry for 10 years. He is the chef owner of Bonnie's in Brooklyn, and he has five tips on what he'd never do while cooking at home. So let's dig in. First, you say start cooking with a full dishwasher. I'm guilty. Yeah. So I always love to clean as I go. Okay. So the first thing I do before I start prepping or cooking is to ensure my dishwasher is clean and ready to go. So that way when I'm working, I could work directly into the dishwasher. Oh, right? You just put everything in there. Yeah, as you go. exactly. So I loaded up like dirty pots, pans, plates, utensils, like you name it. And then when I'm done cooking, like my dishes are also I done. Love that. All I have to do is pop in a dish pod, hit start, and we're chilling. Not a messy cook. That's exactly. smart. All right. So the next one you say you would <clears throat> never let your knives go dull. Yes, I always say a dull knife is way more dangerous than a sharp knife because mm -hmm. it requires much more force to like slice and dice. And that's how knives slip and that's how accidents happen. Because you're working so hard to get Yeah, exactly. You want the knife to do the work. That's interesting. Okay, this next one is a good one. You say you'd never start cooking without a garbage station. What do you mean? <laughs> Shout out Rachel Ray for this tip back okay. in the day. So I always like to have a little garbage bowl on my workstation so that way I could peel right into it or have scraps going right into it because you don't want to be bending over constantly into the trash can. Mm -hmm. It's bad for your back and also you don't want to risk dropping what you're working on into the trash. So it's always nice to just be able to work right 
on the counter. There's like a neat theme while you cook here that I see. Okay, so the next one is <laughs> forget to steady your cutting board. Yeah, this is a big one because this is just as dangerous as like a dull knife. You don't want your cutting board slipping and sliding all over the counter. So you want to stabilize and secure that. And you do that by just putting a damp paper towel right beneath the cutting board. And that'll help secure it from sliding around while you're working. A damp paper towel. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. All right. Last but not least, you wouldn't freeze your food. This is a good one. Freeze your food before labeling it. Yes, I always label and date everything because I live by FIFO, which is first in, first out. That's good. And by doing that, you know exactly what you have in the freezer, in the fridge at all times, and nothing goes bad because you're able to use the oldest product first. And you're not pulling something out of the freezer and you have no idea exactly. what it is. Because oh, once it's good. frozen, oftentimes you can't even tell what it is anymore. Exactly. Calvin, thank you. Of course, thank you. All right, Tom, what's our third and final mm. expert? All right, Chanel, thanks for that. We've got Audra Ford in here. She's the founder of the nonprofit Women Auto Know. She's a fourth generation generation auto shop owner of Great Bear Auto Repair in Flushing, New York. And she's sharing the five things she'd never do to her own car. Audra, good morning. Thanks for being on today. So my first question, I, I do this all the time. I don't know why. If I were a mechanic, I should never kick the tires? Uh, right, of course. Kicking the tires. When tires first came onto the cars, they were weak rubber. So if you kick the tires, you would actually be able to see the quality of that tire. Today, the tires are like the shoes on your feet. They are your car's first line of defense on the road. So I would never neglect doing tire rotation because it's so easy to do and it will maximize the lifespan of the tire. With that, I would also take a look at the sidewall and the yeah. tread of the tire. The tread is what rides on the ground. That's what grips the ground. And the sidewall is the weakest part of the tire where all of that information is. If you see any bulges, tears, or cracks, I would never neglect that because that is a potential blowout waiting to happen. Yeah, and all tires are almost smart tires now, too. Okay, so smart. Okay, uh, you never would drive with bad wiper blades. Talk sure. to me about this one. Well, you know, visibility, you need to see when you're driving. And if your visibility is obstructed in any way, well, that, that affects the way you're driving. That's how accidents happen. Wiper blades are easy to replace. They're inexpensive and an important safety factor that I would never skip. Okay, the next one is putting fluids in the wrong place. And I always sort of have a heart attack every time I go to a gas station, making sure I don't put diesel into my car. How do you make sure that you don't put the wrong fluids, oil, water, anything else? Take a look at the dashboard lights. There are fluid icons on the dashboard. In order to make sure that you never make this mistake, use your owner's manual as a reference. Okay. And then you'll see that on the dashboard, that icon has a matching reservoir underneath the hood. Okay. Different manufacturers have different icons. So again, using your manual and then keeping in mind, there's a construction saying that says, um, measure twice, cut once. In our case, it is check the fluid twice before pouring it in. Okay. And this one was one that I, I learned about from you. Uh, you never need ignore the red or the yellow lights on the dashboard and the lights actually the colors signify something. Of course, just like the stoplight that's on the road, there's red, yellow, and green. Yeah. For example, that red brake light, is letting you know that there is an, a potential breakdown or mechanical failure that's going to happen with your car. So I would never ignore those red lights. The yellow lights are typically triggered by maintenance, something that you're not in immediate danger for. But again, those red lights don't have to be a mechanical problem. It could be something like your seatbelt letting you know, driver, be aware something dangerous could potentially happen. And finally, this one's kind of surprising. People try to save money. They buy their own parts and they go to the mechanic. But as a real mechanic, you say never bring in your own parts. Well, there's a few reasons that you never want to bring in your own parts. One is that you actually lose the guarantee 
for the parts that you're putting into that car. So you're putting the liability on yourself. And the second thing is oftentimes people are like self-diagnosing their car, going to the store, buying the parts themselves, only to find out that it was misdiagnosed in the first place by yourself. And then you wasted your time, you wasted your money. So I would never neglect that. I would always bring my car to a shop to be checked out. Okay, Audra, thanks so much. Those are great tips right there. And a big thanks to you and Calvin, Melissa as well. Al, we're going to kick it over to you. And again, Al, don't kick those tires. I never kick the tires. <laughs> I always make sure, though, that windshield washer fluid is in there. Keep that reservoir full because you need it when you're driving around. The cars are spraying stuff on you. So as we look right now, you can see we're getting this storm system together. Snow from the Rockies. we got wet weather along the West Coast. Snow making its way through the Great Lakes. So today, icy conditions stretching from the interior northeast all the way into Iowa, severe storms down through the mid-Mississippi River Valley, record highs down through the southeast, blizzard conditions in the plains, rain and snow along the west coast. That's your latest weather, best time of the morning. Pop start. Shall we do it? it? Ladies and gentlemen, here is your pop start. First up, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. The artists behind those two rock and roll institutions might come together on a new project. Variety reporting from multiple sources. Paul McCartney has already recorded bass for the Stones' upcoming album, Plus, Ringo is also expected to join the project. This is crazy. The outlet says these recording sessions took place in recent weeks, although there is no official comment from the artist on any collaboration. The Stones have been teasing new music for quite a while. I mean, are you serious? That's Cannot cool. wait. It Super is going group. to be yeah, this oh is amazing. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. I would have liked to have been in that room. All right, coming up next, guys, Drew Barrymore. Today is the Hollywood A-Listers 48th birthday and to kick off the celebrations her daytime talk show crew surprised drew by putting her right in the middle of one of her favorite tv shows you might recognize that famous glass box from netflix's you and that of course was series star the very handsome penn badgley who oddly plays the beloved serial killer joe goldberg huh definitely a unique birthday gift yeah. one of the top uh send drew Wait, big happy birthday today. i don't watch you is that I'm like a thing where the killer no, puts you it. to kill you why are you looking at me I'm i don't that. know but i'm like <laughs> She enjoyed it so much, Drew's too. I know. What are you thinking? That's funny. Yeah. If Drew's happy, I'm happy. And we're happy. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> All right, next up. This was the best thing on the internet yesterday. Bernie Sanders. You truly, truly never know who you are going to run into on the streets of New York City. And in a new video that has gone viral, TikToker Taylor Champ learned that lesson when she got a surprise cameo from the Vermont senator. Oh, I thought he was going to join us. No, no, no. no, he no was, I'm walking no. here. What are you doing? Thank I don't you. understand this. this is so I'm annoying. trying to get some soup. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of my way. Uh, you could probably tell by her reaction. Taylor shared in a later <laughs> video that, uh, that she did not even realize that Bernie was the guy interrupting her in the video uh, in the dance until after they finished recording. Next time you should join her for a little dance. You kids ought to try the Charleston. It's a great dance. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Roker, nicely done. Uh, Next up, planes, trains, and automobiles. Who does Uh. not love a little Steve Martin and John Candy? Check this out. New dynamic Uh. duo on the way. Kevin Hart and Will Smith are working on a remake of the 1987 classic comedy. Kevin Hart first revealed the plans for the project back in 2020. In a recent interview with uh, E.T. Canada, he said they're hard at work right now on the script. The comedian sharing he is very excited to team up with his fellow Philly native. And I know you will be keeping an eye out for that one, Mr. Roker. Love that. Maybe not an eye. (laughs) Thank you very much. Excuse me. And finally, we've got another dynamic duo for you. We are talking about 
Toy Story. Uh-oh. Disney's planning a fifth installment of the franchise. The new sequel is going back to the toy box after Lightyear's spinoff last year. And yesterday, Pixar's chief creative officer teased the next sequel will be, quote, surprising and feature some cool stuff audiences have not seen before. Uh, earlier this month, you might remember, actor Tim Allen tweeted about his return to the role, hinting that Tom Hanks might be back as his plastic pal, Woody. And that is not all in the world of animated sequels. Bob Iger, the Disney CEO, recently revealed... A third Frozen in the works. Huge news in my house. Oh, my gosh. That's your pop start. All right. right. Thank you so much, guys. Guess who's here right over there in our studio? Do we have a shot of Mark Wahlberg here? There he he is. is. It's Ash Wednesday. He is here for a special reason. has to do with the Lenten season, a challenge for all of us. We're looking forward to talking to Mark. Second, 2023. It's winter break week for a lot of schools in this area. And as you can see, we have a lot of families spending the morning with us. It's so fun. Oh my gosh, we got some Al Roker super fans over there. I love it. I love it. Guys, it's Ash Wednesday today. It's the start of Lent, and that is one reason Mark Wahlberg is with us this morning. He's going to tell us what he's doing, what he's giving up, what he's inspiring others to do in their own journeys with faith. Coming up in just a few. Also, I had a list that a lot of people will be interested in. We will check out some of the winners from Harper's Bazaar's annual hair awards, including a frizz fright fighter, a game-changing dry shampoo, and so much more. All right. Plus, Can't we're wait. heading into the kitchen. Sign <laughs> <laughs> me up. Give me a frizz fighter. Um, and this looks delicious, of course. We're heading into the kitchen with Elena Besser. She's oh. making a company, oh, company mac and cheese with some secret ingredients to give it a grown-up twist. Carb-free? Mm. Oh, carb-free. Yeah, I wish. I doubt that. Well, coming up in the third hour, let's keep the food style going with our new edition of Family Style. This time, I stopped by a Harlem staple, Sylvia's Restaurant, famous for more than just food. We're going to tell you about its role in the civil rights movement and meet the family keeping that tradition alive. One of the all-time great New York City restaurants. And guys, check this out. Tomorrow on today, one of our very, very favorites, Mariska Hargitay, Ah. will be live in Studio 1A talking Law & Order SVU and what's next for Benson and Stabler, guys. Can I just say something has yes. just happened on this plaza that has, has not happened in the 12 years I've been here, and I'd like to know if it ever happened to you. You ever step in gum in right gum. here? Oh, I have not. Oh, my. I'm like, you know, why does my shoe oh, look? Oh, wow. Who is chewing green gum? Ugh. And did it? they bring enough for the whole class? <laughs> no. Does anybody have goo gone? I know. Wow. Who's Ooh. got the spearmint breath? Who's I've got it. it. I've never either. I'm like, it feels like I stepped in gum. I get, oh, you know what? It's no. New York City. You could step in a lot worse. Fair enough. Fair Al, enough. you got to check out the weather? In New York City could have been a lot worse. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, we're just saying. Let's show you what we've got going on as far as your week. Weekend ahead. Friday, bitter cold Great Lakes into the northeast. Record highs in the southeast. Big Pacific storm moving onshore. On Saturday, that storm continues. Light snow in New England. Maybe some snow in the mid-Atlantic. Milder highs through the plains. Sunday, Sunday! Sunday some light Sunday. snow through the northeast of New England. Some showers in the mid-Mississippi River Valley. And a lot of snow with a new storm coming onshore out west. That is your latest weather. And coming up, we've got a, a visit with our good friend, Mark Wahlberg. We, we do. We have a lot to catch up with him, including what's keeping him busy these days, as well as grounded. But first, this is Today on NBC.
Welcome back, everybody. Today is Ash Wednesday, marking the beginning of Lent for many Christians around the world. And it is the reason that Mark Wahlberg is with us this morning. In addition to being an actor, a producer, and an entrepreneur, he is also a guest narrator and paid spokesperson for the Catholic prayer app called Hallow. And this Lenten season, Mark is leading listeners in inspiring lessons on the practice of fasting. Mark, good morning to you. Good morning. I love when you're here and we get to talk about this side of you because mm-hmm. I think it's it's not one that people may know about. Talk to me about what you're doing with this fasting because most people think of fasting and they think not eating. Yes. <laughs> Giving up yeah. eating. But fasting can be a spiritual practice. Tell me about it. Yes. I mean, there's there are many different elements to fasting. And I think the important thing to understand is if you have, first of all, if you have issues with food, there are other things. God knows the things that he wants you to detach from. Mm. You know, we all know those things that are, are, you know, make us feel guilty, don't make us feel as good as we should. So being able to detach from those things and focus on, you know, good habits as opposed to bad habits. So there are, there are challenges for fasting. Like today, I won't have any meat. I'll have one meal today and I'll do that every Friday throughout Lent and Good Friday. But, um, just challenging people to be better versions of themselves. It's ultimately. interesting because I was telling you before, you know, I grew up in a, a faith background, but not Catholic. So mm-hmm. I have never given up something for Lent. This year I did. Now, because I'm not a good Catholic, I thought it was last week. So I actually started last Wednesday. So you got a head start. Overachieving. Yes. But I decided I I gave up Instagram just because I thought, you know what? I'd like to use the time. I might be just scrolling to be doing something else more reflective and thoughtful. And I I found Lent to be interesting because it doesn't have to mean deprivation. It can just mean choosing something else that serves you and connects you to your faith and your community better. Yes. And ultimately, I just think it gives me uh, discipline has always been important for me in life. Once I started getting into movies and transitioned from music, I realized I needed a lot of discipline in my life. And that discipline has afforded me so many other things. And I've been rewarded for it so much. And I want to share that with people. So whether that's with fasting, working out more, detaching from other things and just spending more time with God in prayer or in thoughtful reflection. And those things are important. So. Your faith means so much to you. Do you. Have you always talked about it or did you feel I at have. some point like, okay, I have a platform here and I just want to share this part of my journey? I have. You know, it's, it's a balance. I don't want to jam it down anybody's throat, yeah. but I do not deny my faith. That's, that's an even bigger sin. You know, it's not popular in my uh, industry. But, you know, I cannot deny my faith. It's important for me to share that with people. But I have friends from all walks of life and and all different types of faiths and religions. So, you know, it's important to respect and honor them as well. Yeah. What does it mean to you, your faith? Oh, it's everything. It really has. It's it's afforded me so many things. Obviously, you know, God didn't come to save the saints. He came to save the sinners. We've all had things and issues in our lives, and we want to be better versions of ourselves. And through focusing my faith, it's allowed me to do that. And I know people, a lot of people have been challenged with COVID and everything else. I mean, I was away from people and church and community and connection for a long time. But, you know, with people who are wearing masks and they want to, you know, stay away from each other, we want to bring people together. Community is a big part of, of a faith practice, actually. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the world affords you a lot of comfort, but we're not made for comfort. We're made for greatness. And on to be greatness, we got to be in the fight to get the rewards. Well, I've checked out the app. It's really, it's, it's a great and a great way to jumpstart your own reflections. Now, Amen. here you are on a morning show. Most of our guests who come on, I apologize. I say, I'm sorry about these hours. But you wake up, oh, you I'm still wake up at 2.30 in the morning? 
So again, if I been slacking till four, you know what? Today I woke up at four thirty. It really depends. But today's not a workout day for me. And I just came from not the uh, West Coast, but the Midwest. And so, you know, it really depends. I definitely have to get eight hours. And, you know, like winning the morning, getting up early, all of these things can be challenges that you can put for yourself. And those are, again, between you and God. So, you know, challenging yourself to get up a little earlier, have some reflection time and get after it. If you got a head start, like you said, you you, you started a week early. Yeah. so far ahead right now. <laughs> well, I have to do my best. I mean, I, the only reason I even announced that I'm quitting Instagram is so that I would be accountable to it. Yes. Because then Absolutely. if I get back on, everybody's going to know and be waiting for it's me. the same thing with me. I can't wait to really get into a health kick and, and just, and I'm known for being healthy, but like I'm looking forward to now reconnecting with people, going back to mass regularly. It's uh. It's exciting. I woke up today like I would feel like the same enthusiasm for Christmas yeah. when I was a kid. It feels yeah. good when you know you're you're, out, you're walking on the path you're meant to. Mm-hmm. By the way, you moved to Nevada. Yes. What? Tell me about that. The whole fam, everybody. Yep. Yeah. The kids pursuing pursuing their interests. You know, my daughter in her equestrian life. My son uh, as hopefully a future professional golfer. My other son now is a junior. My daughter is in college. Um, you know, yeah, we needed to change. Four teenagers. It's that is scary. What is happening with the that, four teens? And what, how do you do? You talk to them about faith. Like, how do you? I always wonder I this. I do. As, I just don't. Again, I don't force it on them either. Like before, yeah. it was like, all right, everybody's got to be in Catholic school. We got to go to mass every yeah. Sunday. But that can also, you know, create some resentment. I want them to gravitate towards it in a very natural way. Yeah. I want them to understand that dad has to start his day by getting on his hands and his knees. And no matter where I am, the priority on Sunday is to go to church. Yeah. So to be able to do those things and then just see them, you know, hopefully they'll say, well, there's got to be something there and let them do it on their own. Absolutely. Yeah. I always say, like, I'll introduce and then let God do the rest. Yeah. Well, my parents made us go to church <laughs> yeah. and they didn't even go with us. They just said, OK, you guys got to go. We'd walk down, we'd get a missalette and we'd go to the park or we'd go to the train and go somewhere else and then come home. <laughs> Not that, yeah, there's a better way. Yes. Mark, thank you so much. It's thank you so really much. really nice to have you here. And we should mention the Pray 40 Lent Challenge is on the Hallow app. It's available now if you want to check it out. Chanel, over to you. It's a great conversation. Thanks, All right. Thank you, Savannah. Coming up next, if your hair has seen better days, this one is for you. We're going to walk you through some of this year's winners from Harper's Bazaar's Hair Awards. But first, this is Today on NBC. All right, we are back at 844 with today's style. The quest for a good hair day can be an expensive game of trial and error. But luckily, the folks at Harper's Bazaar have done the legal work, the legwork, legal too, for us, putting together a list of tried and true products for their annual hair awards. So here to walk us through some of the winners, we have beauty director Jenna Rosenstein. Jenna, good morning. Hi, good morning. So I was reading all about this this morning. You guys really do your homework. Hundreds of products for this, 19 winners. Yes, we test everything. And these products are the award winners because they feature skincare ingredients, ingredients borrowed from skincare to make your hair the healthiest it's ever been. All right, everybody, listen up, men and women. First, we start with problem solving. First, dryness, frizziness, all of that stuff. Yes. What do we have? Yes, dryness and frizziness all too common as we get into warmer months. This pattern hair mask is amazing. This is from Tracy Ellis Ross. This is her. I haven't tried her mask. Oh, they're incredible. I love her this has rice water in it, so it makes your hair really healthy, and it's so much more powerful than anything you could DIY. At really? Home with and then you just water. rinse it out after? Yep, rinse it out. It makes your hair healthy, smooth, shiny. It's great for curls. Nice. 
Nice. Okay, what's this next one? And this is from JVN. This is Jonathan Van Ness from Queer Eye. You okay. might know oh, Jonathan. Yes, yes. yes, this is the blowout styling milk. This is incredible because it has a 99% reduction in frizz when you Ooh. use it. If you're doing an at-home blowout, this is all you need. Get rid of those creams and oils. You just need one product. And no matter where you live in the country, there's always some kind of weather that yes. turns it into a frizz monster. We're having so crazy weather good. right now. Uh, I yes. love that. All right, so the next two products. This is important. If you are struggling with thinning hair, mm -hmm. you're trying to find drops and all sorts of stuff. What yes. have you found? Yes, I am struggling with thinning hair. So it did you have a baby? Anything. I did. It I happens. Did. It happens. Yes, there's anything that, you know, from diet to illness to postpartum. My son likes to rip my hair out from the root. Oh. These are the products that I really, really... Oh, oh look at that. That was That's worth bad. losing your hair. <laughs> I know. He's really cute. Look at him. <laughs> but yes, if you're going to switch your shampoo, you have to switch to this. This is Kerasos Genesis. Okay. It's proven to reduce shedding in the shower and breakage from when you're brushing your hair. It's incredible and it's totally worth it. Healthy okay. hair starts at the scalp, but I say it starts in the shower. You need to switch That's your shampoo. That's good and easy enough. Just do exactly. it in the morning. All right, what about and this? And this is a thickening hairspray. So, of course, most hairsprays will just make your hair look thicker. This okay. actually makes it thicker. So, it has biotin in it. Huh. So, as you're using it every time you spray, it makes your hair stronger and more resilient. Your styling product should work harder for you, and this is one you have to try. That's a very good point. If you're going to yep. use stuff, it might as well, you know, help your hair. Exactly. All right, what's this next category? So, this is we have to do with dullness and damage. Okay. So, this is incredible. First of all, these products are amazing because they work so fast. Huh. So this is Amika's The Cure Mask. It's great because you put it in, you can do it as a leave-in or you can do it as a mask. Okay. And it works in just 60 seconds. Really? And yeah. what do you find when you're finished? It is Your hair is totally rejuvenated. Soft, it's shiny, it's so much healthier. This is the one product you need if you're dealing with damage. You okay. have to try this, especially if you're a busy mom. Okay. This is the one product. And this is interesting, color yes. gloss up, especially if your color gets dull. Yes. Have you yeah. used a gloss before? No. Oh, glosses are really cool. They're kind of like a baby version of hair dye. It won't totally cover your grays, but it just adds vibrance and radiance to your hair. Okay. You could leave this in for two minutes to 10 minutes. Ooh. Totally customizable based on what you want, but it makes your hair just really vibrant and shiny. Your hair is vibrant, oh, and I'm you. not just saying that. I it's did like, use a gloss. Did you? Yes. Yeah, I'm about it, to be a fan of the gloss. <laughs> Bianca, are you watching? Okay, and then last but not least, what is this category? Yeah, so this is for scalp irritation. Scalp mm. irritation is something so many people deal with, and it can be so annoying to have a dry, itchy, flaky scalp. Dry shampoos, while we love them, can exacerbate the problem. It's true. This is different. This is a Shaz and Kicks Rice and Chai Refresh Spray. It contains rice water, organic chai, and a really cool ingredient borrowed from skincare called glycolic acid. Yes. So it helps with product buildup on your scalp, breaks up, makes your scalp healthy and shiny so your hair can grow. For men and women. Exactly. For and all everyone. these products are so reasonably priced too. Yes. Stuff. Jenna, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. All of your work, it was worth it. <laughs> thank okay. you. You can find more on all of these products on our website, today.com slash shop. Al, which, which hair product do you want? Oh, all of it. All of it. All of it. But you're going to want to be stay in tune for this. This is what you want. A cozy noodle dish with our pal Elena Besser. Miso mac and cheese. Ooh. Kids and kids at heart going to love this one. But first, it's today on NBC. All right, let's look at what we shot with our digital cameras out here. <laughs> Fun to meet the Aronson family. They're from Rockland, California. Jacob met Jean and Lori from Florida. They are celebrating their 30th anniversary. Look at that. And Mr. Roker bringing a little sunshine to the hair and fingers morning on a winter break from Aww. Syracuse. Yeah, I saw them when I was walking in this morning. Yeah. They got here nice and early. So I it's love good. that. Nice meeting those <laughs> folks. Okay, let's go to our Today Tables series. 
This morning, an elevated twist on a classic childhood dish. It's a cozy recipe that's got a surprise ingredient that kids and kids at heart are going to love. Joining us, chef and TV host Elena Besser. Always good to see you, Always Elena. Always good to be here. Don't forget, you can scan the QR code below, get all the ingredients you'll need with just one click. Good morning, Elena. Good morning, Al. So this is not your average uh, mac and cheese. No, You've got a lot of different stuff in there here. There are some really fun ingredients, and we're actually throwing it back to my first segment where I made three different dishes with sweet potatoes oh. and we're using sweet potatoes oh. here today okay. to make a sweet potato mac and cheese with a little bit of miso paste that's our secret ingredient oh. and listen i'm a fan of the microwave i'll uh -huh. be honest sometimes you got to use it yep. and if you're in a pinch and you don't want to turn the oven on and right. wait an hour to bake your sweet potato all you got to do is take your sweet potato poke some holes in it yeah. take a damp paper towel roll it on up give it a little tuck it into bed mm -hmm. pop it into <laughs> the microwave and microwave it for about eight to ten minutes, depending on how thick that sweet potato is, right. and you're left with a perfectly cooked sweet potato. And it, oh. it peels easily. And it oh. peels easily. Oh. It's a great eight little to snack. Ten minutes. Pro tip, baby. Oh. Right? Let's okay. go. When I was in college, I used to eat sweet potatoes as a snack all the time. Wow. And it's a wonder I ended up in the food world. Okay, <laughs> here we go. So we're going to chop these up, give yeah. them a nice rough chop. Those are going to end up in our sauce later on, but okay. we got to build the foundation of our sauce. Right. So a good mac and cheese typically starts with a roux. But today, instead of using flour, we're using miso paste. Now, what is miso? Okay, miso paste is a fermented soybean paste, mm -hmm. and it gives you all of that bold, umami, rich umami. flavor. Yes. It's the foundation of any miso soup, mm -hmm. and it is one of my favorite ingredients to just add that depth to whatever you're making. So, so this is butter, okay. a little bit of brown sugar. Uh -huh. You're going to add in oh. that miso paste, okay. and then you're going to add in some milk. Give it a nice whisk, and that's going to be our flavor booster and our thickening agent. All so right. you're going to so keep whisk. whisking that around. Whisk, 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 whisk. Once it's all done, you can either use an immersion blender right in the sauce, mm -hmm. or you could pop it into a high-speed blender if okay. you want. We got our sweet potato. That will go in as well. Okay. And then, oh, and shield yourself. <laughs> <And> <laughs> okay. Pop that on, blend it up. Okay, we've got some more butter here. More One butter. Of my favorite toppers, a little panko breadcrumb. This oh, is a Japanese-style yeah, like breadcrumb. Uh -huh. But then what's and this? And some white sesame seeds. Add oh, that on in there. Yeah, for a little nuttiness. And we're going to give it a good well, old-fashioned Who doesn't like a little stir. nuttiness? Yeah, we love that. Oh, and it's going to get nice and golden and give us a little extra texture and dimension. Crunchy. Okay. Yum. Yeah, a little crunchy crunch. Okay, we got so that. So those are all done. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to take our shells because I love an adult. So these are already cooked. No, these are already cooked. We're popping them into that sauce. Mm -hmm. We're going to give them a good old-fashioned stir. And then you know my favorite ingredient, Al. Pasta water. A little pasta water. So we add in some of that pasta water, and that has all those starches from the pasta, which is going to make sure that the sauce sticks to the noodle. Okay, and then you let it cook down. And a you let bit. it cook down a little, let mm -hmm. it thicken up, and here we go. We've got our miso sweet right. potato yeah. mac and cheese. And you top it with the, some top of the breadcrumbs. Top it with those breadcrumbs. Give wait, it a little no bit cheese. of cheese. Just thinking, the like, cheese. Wait. So it doesn't have as much cheese in it. There is yeah. a little bit of cheese that bad. gets mixed in, okay. but yeah. it's nice because the yeah. sweet potato is making you feel like you're enjoying it, all yeah. this cheese, oh. Oh. but you're having right. sweet potato. There was suddenly right? an uprising going on over yeah, there. Yeah, we're like, what? So what? The yeah. But how's it taste? Delicious. Delicious. We can't oh, see. I'm so it's happy. It's really good. Now that I know With the kids eat this? 
I, I guess. I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're like, you I never mean, know. Honestly, Suddenly we lost you. Exactly. Well, Put you know, it in the it's box. like tater tots, it's, it's, you know? Yeah, it's it delicious. has a nice little sweetness. That brown sugar mm. really brings out really all the different yeah. flavors. That's elevated terrific. Back it really is. Thanks, oh my God. I'm happy yes, you like it. I really do. Melina, once again, thanks so much. Thank we really appreciate it. Don't forget, you can buy all the ingredients for this recipe by scanning that QR code, mm. or you can just head to today.com slash what to cook this week. Also, we will have to mention today earns a commission from purchases. We'd like you to stick around because Elena's going to be coming back in the third hour with another quick and easy pasta dish. Don't go away. Okay. So it's just a little parmesan, little